Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. This, hello, this is uh, Michael Sudhalter, host of the Horns Up Half Hour podcast, and we have three very special guests today. We have um, several STEM finalists of the year for CHISD STEM finalists, but the three folks that I have here with me tonight are uh, all repeat nominees. They were nominated last year and they're nominated again. So we have Holly Brookman from Cedar Hill High School, uh, Matthew Gaines from Lake Ridge Elementary, and Terry Harris from Plummer Elementary. So how are y'all doing? Great. Great, great. Great. So I know right now it's Thursday the 13th, but next Thursday, um, you know, I know we'll be, and hopefully um, all of us will be at the uh, award ceremony to find out who the uh, 2023 STEM Teacher of the Year is going to be. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah I should be there unless uh, jury duty goes out extended. Yeah, I know that's been going on for a while for you, so we, we hope to see all three of you there. So, um how much of an honor is it to get that uh, nomination, you know, for two years in a row? For me, it's, it's amazing. I, you know, try my best to make sure that everybody is participating in STEM on the campus. And so for everything technology and STEM, they all come to me. And so I was really excited to get the nomination a second go around. Okay. What about you, for you, Matt? For me, it's, uh, it means a lot because it, it's just you know, it's some type of acknowledgement or credit that, you know, all the, all the unique and cool things I do and provide for my students and give them not, not necessarily just an education, but also an experience that they hopefully will remember. And, you know, it's also linked to what I have to teach them. And uh, it just kind of gives that credit. Okay. And Holly? Yeah. Like, like they said, it's just uh, such an honor to be recognized for the work that I do. Um, you know, the kids really enjoy themselves, and we pick up, you know, their friends along the way. They're posting about their projects on social media and generating a lot of excitement on the campus, you know, outside of the classes. So it's uh, it's great that people are noticing that. And I know, Terry, you received a STEM grant earlier this year from um, the Cedar Hill ISD Education Foundation. What was that like? It was amazing. Um, we had originally were using the Lego Mindforms robots, and they, you know, kind of entered into life. And so I was trying to figure out a way to get, you know, new robots for my STEM club. And so I wrote, you know, I filled out the application for the grant, and, and it was exciting. We didn't get Lego, but we got Mbots. And so we just started a few weeks ago just getting those built. So. It was a really amazing, and the kids are so super excited to get new robots to, you know, start learning coding and building the robots, so it's great. Okay, and then Matt, I know you've been instrumental in getting the, uh, no pun intended, getting the kids at Lake Ridge uh, hooked on fishing. Yeah, one of the cool things I was able to work this year was, uh, there's a TV show called Lone Star Law, and if you're not familiar with it, it's about uh, Texas game wardens and how they, uh, go around enforcing the laws on fish and wildlife and hunting and all that. And I, me and my wife, we watch it all the time, and they always, you know, whenever they catch someone doing something illegal, they, they confiscate the meat and, and 
whatever they killed and all that. And, and I got to thinking, like, I, I get donating the meat, but what do they do with all the deer mounts and stuff? So I, I reached out to the local uh, game warden that's on the show. And I said, what do y'all do with, like, the, the deer head and, you know, the antlers and the boar tusks and the alligator hides? I said, it's just sitting in the shed, connect, uh, you know, collecting dust. So I said, well, I mean, that would really help me teach, you know, life science, bring my life science curriculum to life. <laughs> and uh, I said, come on, get it. So now I got a whole bunch of antlers in my room. And like two weeks ago, they, the kids had, uh, you know, they were actually physically touching an alligator skull. And, it, you know, it's just another one of those things that I built throughout the years to get them excited about science and, you know, you know, they were really freaked out at first. I had to calm them down. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> they'll oh, wow. never forget that experience. Yeah, they'll that's... never forget that the rest of their lives. Yeah, that's definitely memorable. So, awesome. Yeah, and then Holly... When I first grabbed it, I had it in the science oh. lab, and uh, I didn't tell them about it yet. And I said, I'll be back in a minute. And I went to my lab, and I grabbed the deer head. And I swear they thought I just went out and killed it. Like, they thought I just <laughs> cut the head off of the sword. And they were freaking every guy getting out of their seats and running. To, like, they, they lost their minds. Wow. I can tell you never saw anything like that. Okay, great. And then, um, Holly, you were able to uh, revitalize the um, the greenhouse on the Cedar Hill High School campus. Yes, we have an 800-square-foot greenhouse on that campus oh, that was just wow. sitting empty. And so um, I worked with... Uh, of course, Ty Lowe at the district and uh, Alicia Davis, uh, they all coordinated with some volunteers and we got them out there. And uh, yeah, so they had uh, uh, just kind of revamped it. It was originally set up for aquaponics, which was not something that I was experienced with. And so we set it up to just do regular soil gardening in raised beds. And then, um, and so we uh, formed a partnership with North Texas Food Bank. Uh, so far, we have donated uh, just over 20 pounds of uh, fresh fruits and vegetables to oh, wow. Cedar Hill Shares Food Tree. Yes, and uh, and then we also supply uh, vegetables to our culinary arts department. We're growing herbs for them right now because herbs tend to be kind of expensive. So that's something that we can uh, take off their Late, so to speak, and um, and we're we're working with culinary as well to kind of teach the culinary kids about farm to table uh, right, yeah. cooking. Yeah, so it it makes for a lot of really good cross curricular activities. And um, my kids this year uh, designed a that we had a design competition for an outdoor garden that surrounds the. Um, and so they got into groups and came up with garden designs and then each class voted on their favorite one. And so the winner, uh, you know, I got them online and had them spend some of that grant money that I got. And uh, we're going to we're going to build a garden. Uh, wow, that's, so that's it's, great. Uh, it's very exciting. That's awesome. The kids, are, the kids are thrilled. Yeah, so, um, of course, you all know that the. Uh, uh, prize for winning the STEM Teacher of the Year. It's $10,000, five for yourself to do as you wish, and then five for the campus. So starting with Terry, what would you do with that um, prize money? Well, part of um, the money, I actually was interested in uh, creating some gardening, uh, outdoor gardening for our school also, in our courtyard that's in the um, 
in the back of our school. So the majority of it would go for creating live um, outdoor classrooms around centered around gardening. And then a portion of it was for the lower grades to have some different types of technology, um, little robots that they could code, they could start coding, you know, um, for pre-K up to second grade. But the majority was for actual gardening material and outdoor gardening. So I'm excited about your situation, Holly. I really want to come over and visit and see what you got. Going. I'm excited about your situation. <laughs> if they can come to me already knowing how to grow That's stuff, true. that'll be pretty cool. That'll save us a lot of yeah, plants. Every year, you know, we just do many things, little tiny planting in the classroom. And I have everybody planting from pre-K, you know, up to third grade. So... You know, they they have been planting on a small scale, but I want it on a larger scale. So I love it. So, yeah, yeah I love and then it. what about the 5000 for your own personal use? Oh, you know, I don't know. Maybe some type of trip. I don't know. Something like that. Okay. I haven't really decided, you know, on my own. I just really was you know, thinking more along what, you know, I could do for the campus. So. Right, right. And then how about you, Matt? Um, for me, our science lab is in uh, kind of dire need of just replenishment and some new um, just kits and just something to kind of bring it up to the modern age. And mm-hmm. I don't believe we've made a purchase to our science lab since I've been there, and this is year eight. And I, if I don't buy it, it doesn't get, you know, replaced half the time. So it's in, it's, it needs some help. And then our uh, STEM club on every other Friday, a lot of times we don't have the supplies for that. So I want to you know, reach out to that team and figure out um, you know, what they need for next year so everyone can have a good experience or a better experience. And then um, if there's any left over, I'm, I'm interested. One of the biggest issues for people that aren't science teachers is they get kind of scared of it. And, they, and that's why a lot of times we get kids science background because it, it's kind of like history where it t- sometimes get pushed off to the side so if i have any money left over i'd like to buy the stem scopes books i heard there's a book that goes with the activities and i think the teachers that are kind of timid if we can purchase that for like the lower grades it, you know it, it would make it a little bit more uh it would kind of take that off their plate and i think it would get skipped less you know it less of the time you know that, that, does that right. make sense yeah and what about what about for yourself what would you do i would love to pay off my student loan i'm under five grand so ah, they would take, okay. take care of that I, I was gonna guess something fishing fishing related but that works too so if i bring home any more fishing stuff my wife's gonna uh, <laughs> i don't know what she's gonna do but it's not gonna be it's not gonna be good oh, okay okay well um holly yeah, so definitely the $5,000 for the school, uh, like Matt was saying, consumables. That's really what we don't have a good budget for. Like, we purchase equipment, um, but it's the consumables that just eat you alive. Um, and so things like kits and, you know, pipettes and reagents and, you know, things like that. Right. Uh, to, to use on the equipment that we already have, but don't have the stuff to run it. Um, and then uh, I think, um, I don't know, probably the $5,000 for myself. I don't know, a trip sounded really good. Okay. I haven't 
not had a good, my husband and I haven't had a good vacation in a while. So. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, probably something like that. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you both. I mean, thank you all so much. I appreciate your time and um, best of luck and look forward to seeing you on Thursday. All right. Thank you, Michael. All right. All right thanks. Good luck, everyone. Podcast in my room, like I had to come up with an idea and they had five minutes to speak, and I actually videoed them doing it. So, what were the ideas that they? Don't tell us about. Um. So basically, Starbucks. We basically talk about the drink and like, like we kind of make ideas, like try to predict, like basically try to predict like what type of drinks they're trying to make next. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. All right. Well, does anyone else have anything they want to add? Go ahead. Um, the last time we did, we were talking about the Super Bowl. But, um, there was mainly like one person in our group who was talking mainly about the football, and the rest of us were just talking about the dancers after. Oh, okay. Because we were mostly focused. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, the last time that we did with me and Starbucks's um, <laughs> group, we were talking about how like, like should there be more tests like are the tests good for the students right now like when i said that i was like yes and no because i was undecisive right because they're good for the kids they're just also tiring yeah yeah they drain all our energy like, okay I, I come home my mom's like oh did you have gym today i'm like She's like, how are you tired? That test. You didn't do anything but sit all day and do the work. I'm like, it's still tired. <laughs> I yeah. hate tests. They're annoying. And they get, and they make you nervous. Because if you, because most of the time, usually, so I took this um test, um I took this like test once, and I was actually really nervous, but it was really easy. Even though um, I was nervous, it was easy, but the main thing, it depend. It, it was technically depending on how um, I was learning because um, I'm actually really smart for my age. Yeah. And um, I know you guys are all very smart, and I know you have a lot of great opinions, and we look forward to hearing that podcast. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you, sir.